to INS, the International News Service, your source for the most important weird news from across the globe, with news analyst Kevin Harrison, actor, comedian, and musician Mike Wiebe, and professional commentator Brian Camp. INS, the news you need. bit of hot gossip about uh, Bill Pullman. He came and did some, they had some, cause you know, Alamo draft house has a lot of like screenings of stuff and they'll like call in, they'll like fly in somebody. So I don't know if it was like independence day or maybe uh, what was that one movie that's kind of a weird cult favorite? Um, the zero man or zero, zero, zero factor. It's now zero effect the zero okay. effect doesn't matter apparently it had it, zero effect at the box office it, uh, oh, oh, oh hang oh, on oh, to that oh, that is gold mark <laughs> <laughs> uh but he came and uh apparently was really cool hung out a bunch probably in his you know early 50s to mid 50s married maybe but took home a uh took home a, a gal and she said that they butt fucked. <laughs> so yeah, the interesting part to me wasn't so much that he scored a young girl, it was that she was forthcoming about the fact that they boo food. <laughs> was it was it said with as much fun? Uh, she, well, it- I didn't. I. I heard heard secondhand, but oh, okay. a reliable secondhand. It's, it's definitely accurate. Then it's definitely a for sure. It, it do, would there be that much detail if it wasn't true? No, no. And all and all consensual. Like she was down with getting getting boofed. <laughs> well, another story broken here on yep. INS. That's right. You know, from now on, for everyone, when you think Bill Pullman. Uh, you used to think Lost Highway, or you used to think uh, maybe Spaceballs. Maybe some of you thought Independence Day, but now you think butt-fucking, <laughs> butt-fucking. He's a fine actor, though. Is he? He seems like he's the same guy a lot. You know, but being the same guy in multiple roles is hard to do. When, when you're, you know, and just be normal and sort of relaxed, and it'd be like me saying... I can hey, do Ma- it. Hey, hey, Mike, be a winner. I can do that. That's. I think that's. I think that was an attack on Mike. Hey, wait a minute. <laughs> I don't think that's. I don't think that's. I don't think that was very nice. I'm <laughs> trying to think of a winner that I may have portrayed on stage or screen. Did you portray Hitler once? I did portray Hitler once. That only proves that's, my point. Um, was... He was a winner <laughs> up until a point. The mm. podcast is now, but I don't canceled. mean like he was good. I'm just saying like he <laughs> right. was successful. No. I think his and then he it famously fell apart. failed at everything. And the first thing you could say he won at was being the worst person in modern history. That's still a W. I, yeah, there you go. <laughs> I know. And maybe, let me be quite clear. Don't like Hitler. He's piece. Of, he's not not a good person. <laughs> well, that's thank, a, thank you for the brave stance. There you go. He talked about like. To his like followers, like you're gonna get tired of winning. You're gonna win so much, right? That was his thing. 
Uh, I think I think you're I think you're talking about Donald Trump there. Oh, I'm sorry. I mean, but no joke. Like if you like I could kind of tell you were joking because you were smiling. But that I mean, if they had both said that, I would be like, oh, yeah, that tracks. I mean, 100 percent. Right. Do you think a lot of going back to the original question of whether you're a good actor, if you can be the same person every role, is there a chance that those are just sociopaths who got into acting? I think most people who get into acting are sociopaths. Most, not all. No. Most. No, all right, all right. Which which camp are you putting yourself in? I'm I'm an entertainer. I'm not just an actor. To put me <laughs> to put me as one single thing, it would be to uh, really. It would just it would just be to to piss all over a mountain of talent. So I am you no. Know, I do think actors are sociopaths, and I think that I am not. Okay. How many how many hyphens you put in your you know when people ask what uh, your well, job is? Well, I like is, to ca- catch all there? an entertainer, a showman. Uh, think Frank Sinatra meets meets uh, Russell Crowe. Oh yeah, is what I like to say. <laughs> That's a good mix. So are you always smoldering most of the time? Yeah, um, and also also ready to punch anyone constantly. <laughs> Drunk, ready to fight, but also. Ready to deliver a f- performance that's going to win some Oscars or sing a song that's going to make some people cry and p- women cry from their eyes and from between their legs because it's very sexy. I can sing sexy and I can sing sad. Is it sexy to say that a woman is crying from between her legs? Is that also? <laughs> I think it's a classy way to. I think it's a classy way to put it. All right. I mean, what would you say? She's all wet. <laughs> you sound like putting, a. You sound like a. You sound like a Neanderthal. <laughs> you sound like a Neanderthal. Well, it's a Neanderthal. Oh, first of all, oh, Neanderthal. That's been established. Jesus Christ. What do you say we talk about the news? Okay, welcome to the International News Service. We're your hosts. I'm Kevin Harrison, along with I am Brian Camp. I am Michael Weeby, and in the Phantom Zone, where they put. Criminals from Krypton. It's another world with two hula hoops that meet each other at different angular levels. And it also looks like just a flat plane that floats through space with uh, faces screaming in agony forever and ever and ever. Unless, of course, it randomly hits a satellite and then he can escape and come back down to Earth. And he'll accidentally call it Planet Houston because he does not know what they're talking about on the moon when they say Houston. It's Mark Ryan on the ones and twos. Hey, guys. Hey, Mark. I feel like you were talking about General Zod there and not Mm, Mark. No, well, they both went to the Phantom Zone, but the Phantom Zone is many things to many people. Before we get started on the news, what was uh, let's let's delay it more. Okay. Yeah. Well, this is this is also uh, this is newsworthy. What was okay. the fan? This is very prescient. Um, what was the Phantom Zone like in the comics? It was just like it was just like a void they would send you but, to. So, because I feel like the Phantom Zone from that movie is truly horrifying from the Richard Donner uh, Superman movie. Like it, that kind it, of fucked me up as a kid it seemed really oh yeah really that's scary. what did it yeah <laughs> that's that's twice now mike you wow, have been jesus just christ 
clubbed over the head with Kevin's cruelty. You don't oh. deserve this. What's going on? Everybody better get in line tonight. I'm not this taking any of your shit. You seem like a you seem like a mean judge on Krypton right now. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's right. Now you guys don't know this, but now that I'm vaccinated, I snuck into each of your houses and I've attached an electrical wire to your chair. And if you don't do exactly what I want, I push a button and all of you are shocked. Might make me cry from between my legs, right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't even know what, what that means. I don't know. No, it's saying that it might be give you sexual arousal. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, sure. I hope. <laughs> I, hope. I mean, it's kind of like an old. I'm saying. I think it's a very classy Baroque way of saying it is, it is that, a, that a broad is getting that a broad is getting splashy. That's you right. know what I'm saying like that's the crass way. You go like, oh, she's sliding around in her seats. Gross. Grow up. But when I say it, I sound like a knight. Like, I was so chivalrous that I made her cry between her legs. Right. How would a how would an older, more rotund British man? Look at that. Look at that. She's crying between her legs, ain't she? She's having a good she's bowling, ain't she? Oh, she's crying like the Queen of England died. Man, super classy. You're right. That's real real posh, I think is the word. So our first story comes to us from The Guardian. Mm. Ah, that's a UK paper. <laughs> it is a UK paper. That's right, Mike. Is this already full circle? I, I don't even know if you can go full circle this quick. No, no, it's not just yet. a little loop. It's is a little it a, loop. Is it a callback? It's a callback to a previous episode. Yes. Oh. oh. Uh, now, this is a follow up to a story we covered back in episode 11, where we talked about an experiment in France where 15 volunteers were sealed in a cave for 40 days without clocks or natural light in order to determine the effects of long-term isolation. Well, a few weeks ago, they were released. So while they were inside the cave, the volunteers had no contact with the outside world. There was no natural light. The temperature was a constant 50 degrees Fahrenheit. That's and chilly. the humidity was 100%. 100% humidity? Yeah. How's that work? The air cannot hold any more moisture. So that's when you get when, when walls drip. Liquid, oh, yeah, that's because yeah. the air okay. is okay. I just have humidity. trouble thinking of humidity and chilly weather. Like I've not, I don't know that I've ever really been in that combo. Yeah, it's normally pretty dry here in the winter. We we don't get a lot of wet winter weather like that. We get storms that come in, but not just a constant yeah wet atmosphere. You know, I've been I've been told that uh, some of my songs make ladies humid between the legs. <laughs> what would the names of those songs be? <laughs> Well, there's one called the Splash Zone, <laughs> and it's metaphorical, but it's all about going on a, a real crazy like uh, amusement park ride that that right. you know gets you really, really a lot of builds a lot of tension, and then comes crashing down in a giant. When you play it live, you take out your own plastic screen to protect yourself. Yeah, if you're about to play it, yeah, That's- yeah. Sometimes a woman has to cry, but not just from out of her eye. <laughs> Y'all know that one. It's a hit. It's, it's beautiful. I'm, I'm sure whoever you wrote that for is really touched. I wrote it for, uh, I actually wrote it for Loretta Lynn. Uh, <laughs> coal miner's daughter, Standing By Her Man. Stand By Your Man was Tammy Wynette. Okay. <laughs> Are you sure it wasn't Barbara Mandrell? 
No, t- written and uh, performed by Tammy Wynette. Mm. Not Juice mm. Juice Newton. Yeah, Juice Newton. Right after <laughs> playing with the Queen of Hearts. Like, <laughs> is that the name of the song? Playing with the Queen of Hearts. Play Great song. Yeah, that's, that's it. No one that I read is I feel like Juice Newton would have had a song about crying. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's where the name comes from. Yeah. It's like, like a, uh, yeah, because she wants people to say, right. I love Juice Newton. And then that shorts the- to love juice. <laughs> is this already the most, the most juvenile thing that we've done? Is this the most? In our lives, yeah, maybe this is, this is a really, uh, this is pretty. This is pretty. My parents aren't home, so I can cuss ish <laughs> of us. <laughs> I do feel like I'm gonna get in trouble. Oh, yeah, probably. Good. Oh, no. Uh, so what's going on in France with these knuckleheads in a cave? So, scientists use sensors to monitor the volunteers' sleep patterns, mm. social interactions, and behavioral reactions. Mm. After 40 days, the cave was unsealed, and the volunteers exited wearing special glasses to protect their eyes after they'd spent so much time in the dark. I thought they had light. They had a, uh, an exercise bicycle that if you, if you bicycled on it, it would generate a small amount of light. Okay. So one volunteer said she wished she could have stayed in the cave a few days longer, but that she was happy to feel the wind and hear the birds again. As expected, the volunteers lost their sense of time. One volunteer said he thought only 30 days had passed when the cave was unsealed, and another said he thought just 23 days had passed. In a poll of the participants, two-thirds said they wished they could have stayed underground a little bit longer. How, how many were in, down there again? Fifteen. So seven women and eight men. I think they all butt-fucked. <laughs> I think that's why they didn't want to come out is because they were having too much fun butt fucking. <laughs> One person was on the bike just so everyone could watch. <laughs> <they> all... <laughs> I know it said one guy, one guy like found a, a track he could run laps in, in the dark. It's just to get, get up more endurance for, for the other activities. This isn't what happens to 15 people who are isolated in a lightless environment with no way of keeping time. This is what happens when 15 people who want to spend 30 days in a cave do when they spend 30 days in a cave, right? Like nobody signed up for this. 40 days. Whatever. Same as, same as Noah. Well, was there that, you go. Was there a religious aspect to it? That, that, that reason was 40. Was that the reason for 40 that they landed on 40? I don't know. They never actually said why it was born. Noah butt fuck all the animals. <laughs> that's, that's why there are no more unicorns. <laughs> uh, I like. Oh, I don't want to say my age right now, not because I'm very old. But it's just that I'm so embarrassed. I'm this old. Right. You already said boo food, so I think you're. We're we're also embarrassed yeah. for you. I'm kind. Of, I'm a little proud of you. I think. <laughs> Thanks. You got to pass the time in a flood somehow, right? Uh-huh. Even if I cause the flood <laughs> with my own songs. <laughs> <laughs> so our next story comes to us from Seven News in Australia. Ooh. 
Residents of Australia's Sunshine Coast have been baffled after a creepy tree was seen clapping. The story gained attention after a local man posted a video of the mysterious tree to a local Facebook group asking for advice. The man filmed the video after his wife's son became disturbed by the family dog barking at the tree. The video itself shows a large, I'm sorry, the video itself shows two large leaves on the tree moving side to side in a clapping motion. Now here, I would normally show you the video of this. Unfortunately, Australia, or New 7 in Australia, uh, when you click the video, it just gives you an error. It doesn't God play. Damn so it. maybe you guys want to pretend like you're watching no, a video. this hurts. I really want to see a creepy tree clapping. I want to see it too. So residents provided a number of suggestions saying it could be possums or aliens. And I want to point out for Brian, uh, Australian possums are different than American possums, which are technically called opossums. That's right. We, we had a conversation about that, didn't we? Our audience didn't get to hear that conversation. Well, for the listener at home, apparently possums and opossums are different marsupials. And in Australia, they have possums. And here in the United States of America, where we are right now, we have opossums. Both are nocturnal. Both have pouches. And both give birth to live young. And neither have a cloaca. Well, you've done a lot of, a lot of research I, here. I just assume those things to be true. <laughs> so the most likely suggestions, according to the newspaper, are that moths could be causing the strange movement or... This could be an example of a rare oscillation frequency in plants where they can appear to sway and move on their own. Oh, like those shivering aspen? Wait, what? Yeah. Yeah. I think they're called shivering aspen. Maybe they're just called shaking aspen. Did we talk, you know, aspen are the one of the largest living organisms on the planet because all their roots are connected? Oh. Did you guys know that? So every aspen is connected to every other aspen. Not every aspen in the world, but certainly every aspen in the aspen forest, if I'm thinking of the correct thing. Much like my possum statements, I'm out on a limb right now. <laughs> oh, that's pretty. <laughs> I'm trying to find this fucking tree because I, I really want to see it. I, man, I looked for this video for tree. like an hour today. Keep looking. I'll keep talking about quivering aspen did i say shivering i think maybe it's quivering. i searched for the facebook group for it that it was posted for quivering on. aspen no uh the clapping hmm. the australian clapping tree well i think maybe the aspen since we're that's what we've shifted the focus to i think the aspen um appear to shake and quiver due to minor fluctuations in the wind it's called a, a trembling aspen also called a quaking aspen uh, okay i think i said shivering and quivering but not quaking or what was the other one? Tittering. Well, it's, it's okay. So it's a pop. It's, it's commonly called a quaking uh -huh. Aspen, a trembling Aspen, an American Aspen, a mountain or golden Aspen, a trembling Aspen, a white poplar and a popple, which I believe was also a children's story when we were growing up. I believe yeah. it's also called a chinople, a zip zop, a cleeping clom, a blip blom, a brony, a clony, Severed head baloney and an oak. I like that you thought you would find the video in five minutes after Kevin said he spent hours trying to find the video. 
Oh, now somebody's putting you down, Mike. No, I'm just your detective, Mike, so I was I'm, confident yeah, you would exactly. find it as well. I've, I, there I'm, you go. I've uncovered, I don't know how many, how many, I've countless mysteries I've uncovered on this show. You broke the Bill Pullman butt-fucking story. I broke the Bill Pullman butt-fucking story. <laughs> That's hard to say, but I broke it. That's right. <laughs> it's definitely a case for the X-Files, Simon. Intriguing indeed, one person wrote. I'd suggest an exorcism on that tree, another added. I'd be selling up and moving far, far away, a third person says. <laughs> Wait, are you taking my job? Here? Well, others describe the tree as spooky and, quote, creepy. Others described it as mysterious and ooky. Altogether kooky, <laughs> the Australian family tree. So if you're in Australia and you have a link to this video, please send it to us at internationalnews at gmail.com. I'm sorry, internationalnewspod at gmail.com. That's one more time for the listeners at home, Kevin. Internationalnewspod at gmail.com. Okay. I I know that uh, I'm not, I, I do not want to do your job, Kevin. I, I could not do your job. But there is a new story that I would like to bring up. Uh, there's no mystery to it. It's just really some facts that have come to life. Came out uh, Men's Health five five twenty one, and I will read you the 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 the, the headline. Is, this is the story he it, really encouraged me to do, and I did this one instead. Yeah, and now he's trying to replace me on this. I'm not trying to replace. This, I just uh, want to add this story. Probably the biggest breaking story <laughs> that it seems like was attempting to get covered up by this very news network. The headline, if I can have the floor, please. I, please, let's <laughs> let's hear it. This the headline is earth-shattering news. Men with larger noses have bigger penises, according to study. Uh, your beak may be giving away more than you think. The bigger the nose, the bigger the penis, right? Well, that's not quite how the adage goes, but according to a new study carried out by the researchers at Kyoto Prefectural University of Medicine, there is a significant correlation between nose and penis size. Anyway, it goes on and on, and it's, you know, simply drops a bunch of science that is correct and accurate, and that is, you know, just, it just, just a, little breakthrough uh in scientific statistics that I, I don't we don't even need to go on anymore on that other than we it's in the news uh made it to men's health it was done by the kyoto prefectural university of medicine and um let's just all take that in and think about that now do you do you know anybody with a large nose <laughs> i mean i i, I don't know think this new story would have helped a 13-year-old Michael Wiebe struggling with confidence. It, you know, you know, I don't know. You know what? Now that you say something, huh. I, I just realized, yeah. I don't know. Who would you, on the on the INS news team though? Uh who would you say has the biggest nose per face ratio? <laughs> anyone anyone just feel free to throw it out there <laughs> unrelated to that story so our next story comes to us from the bbc and the title is belgian farmer accidentally moves french border 
A farmer in Belgium recently caused an international incident after inadvertently redrawing Belgium's border with France. The farmer became annoyed by a stone that was always in his tractor's path, so he moved it 7.5 feet, putting it into French territory. The stone dates back to 1819 and marks the official border between Belgium and France. The mayor of the local village explained that by moving it, the farmer, quote, made Belgium bigger and made France smaller. Local authorities plan to ask the farmer to return the stone to its original location. If that does not happen, the farmer could face criminal charges and the case could end up at the Belgian Foreign Ministry, which would have to summon a Franco-Belgian border commission, which has not been formed since 1930. James Franco have to do with this? That's a good question. That's a guy with an average-sized nose. <laughs> I, I don't understand how the stone moves the borders of the country. Well, because they, they laid out the stone and said, it sits right, this is where the border sits. Yeah, but we have like fucking satellites and maps and shit now. You know, Mike, you're making some really good points right now. I know, exactly. <laughs> I have a question. If this stone was blocking his farming, does that mean that he was farming part of France? Oh, yeah, probably. Does he owe France for all those crops that he stole from the French people? I, I, the good French people? We don't have any listeners in Belgium. Oh, yeah. Screw them. That's why I'm, I'm coming down on si on Team France. I'm Team France too. <laughs> yeah. So here's the here's the stone. Looks like it's probably I don't know a couple hundred pounds maybe. Did you guys want me to send you uh, that the the nose article too though? <laughs> Do you have it? No, it's I I read it. I was Did you wanna, I was uh, considering. I mean, I can I just I just so it's in the files, so everybody has it in their files. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was considering adding it, and then somebody, I can't think of who, posted it all over social media hundreds of times next to a picture of his own nose. I don't, I can't think of who that was now. That looks like a gravestone. Yeah, that's why I was going to say I wouldn't move it just because of that. Yeah. You don't want no, yeah. you don't want no, you don't want no French ghosts. So he moved the border stone, but not the bodies. <laughs> yes, it's true. <laughs> you move the borders, but not the bodies. Are you guys also bothered by photographs that capture another photographer in the photograph? Yeah. Like that's a pet not, peeve of mine. That's yeah. a, What are you doing? We get that this is like, is it supposed to let us know that this is a photograph? I chose that one because it was actually, it had the best angle. Yeah, but the they, that's not on you. That's, they probably provided yeah. two photos and the best one did have another, but that's what I'm saying. Like, hey, hey, Jean-Claude, fucking take a hike, take a hike two feet back. Yeah. One, one, one big step to your right, buddy. There's some cheese over there. Yeah. Or Ooh. if you're Belgian, there's a waffle over there. Oh, yeah. They love those waffles, don't and they? And I tell you what, though, I do love those waffles, too. They're good. Yeah. I haven't had a good, good Belgian waffle in a long time. You can put a lot of stuff on a waffle, though. Oh, yeah. It, it would be delicious. You could probably put almost anything on a waffle if you really wanted to. Yeah. Maybe you put Vienna sausages on a waffle. Oh, come on. That's no one of them. Bring it back. Because those on a Belgian waffle, the the squares are big enough. You could probably put the sausages to where they were sticking up. You could make like a, a Coliseum with two waffles and Vienna sausages. Ah, <laughs> oh, that is fuck. Oh. You just pour, yeah, pour your 
your thick pink shake all over the top of it. And then, and then put it in the refrigerator for about two days. <laughs> How cruel, like to put something so disgusting on something so delicious makes it even it's just <laughs> right, cruel. Right. But you got to put it in front of the person and say, oh, wait, I forgot your Vienna sausages and take it away. <laughs> and then put the sausages on. Yeah, it has to be hot and melty. I need to get the Vienna sausages and cool it down. <laughs> well... People like chicken and waffles. Why not bean and sausages and waffles? Yeah. Well, I, that's chicken and waffles have a similar texture. Fried chicken and waffles. When was the last time that. you had fried chicken, man? I mean, a long time ago, but still, they do not. They do yeah, not they have, the same really have the same texture. In fact, they complement each other. Yeah, it's their contrast yeah. that makes it so good. How okay. dare you? Yeah, furious. I don't know that the contrast between Vienna sausages and waffles is going to make it good. That's a bad contrast. Mm. Yeah. Too safe for no teeth people. Yeah. Foods. Mm. That's the best way to say that. There's no better way to construct that sentence. Oh, it's, oh, I just, I would just like to get through <laughs> one of these where Vienna sausage just doesn't come up. This is only the second time I think I've mentioned Vienna sausages. Well, only the second it's time. It's about the 10th time we've heard about Big Feet. So, you well, know. it's also the first time we've heard about butt fucking. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> we we got to play catch up, right? Yep. Stand by. Oh, that's what you put on your waffle and Vienna sausage coliseum ketchup. I don't eat ketchup though. I have a allerg- I have a tomato allergy. Oh Jesus! <laughs> you almost you almost forgot almost forgot to cover up your allergy. Slow down, hey everybody! Mike has to get recognized for his terrible allergy to tomatoes. I mean, I don't know. It's, it's just an interesting thing about me. Hmm? Yeah, another right. another interesting thing about me. Right. So our last story comes to us from News 4 Nashville, which is an NBC affiliate. Is it the number four or is it F-O-R? Oh, uh, the number four. So Channel 4, the news for Channel 4, the NBC affiliate in Nashville. They kind of, that's a good name for a news thing. I, I'm surprised more people don't do that with... News for Austin. News for kids. You know, then you can do everyone. News for pets? What? And you oh, do yeah. a little pet segment about pets. <laughs> That's the funny Thursday segment. Yeah. There's news for your health. Mm-hmm. So police were recently called to Kid Rock's bar in Nashville <laughs> when a drunk man blocked the emergency exit and refused to move. When police officers attempted to move the man, he allegedly took a colostomy bag out of his pants and swung the bag at officers, hitting two of them with his feces. Oh, (laughs) I don't know about you guys, but I do not like other people's feces on me. It is, honestly, it is one of my pet peeves. How often does that happen? uh, Not little enough. Another perfectly constructed sentence for the episode. That's great. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, My name is Kid. (laughs) Slop. (laughs) That's what it sounds like when it goes, when that. The worst thing about getting feces on you is the sound. (laughs) I think we can all agree with that. I mean, I imagine that's. (laughs) Like bird, I mean, I've had a bird shit on me before. That's good luck. You know that? That's good luck. 
All right, Aunt Mike. That's <laughs> it is, it's, it's good luck if a bird feeks on you. And where does that feek come? From its cloaca. There you go. Cloaca. Oh, God, Kevin. Just, just ruin any fun anyone has. Just, <laughs> we were about to we were about to spend the next twenty minutes talking about cloacas. Yeah, and cloaca. Not anymore. Well, don't let me stop. Sorry, you. Time I sorry, heard... listeners. Kevin ruined it. Cloaca sounds like clay aching to me. Yeah, it does. Well, dinosaurs had a clay. <laughs> they very much did. This is just a scary little ginger creature. Hmm. <laughs> With a really round face, right? Did he have like a really round face? Um, like too round, maybe. I definitely remember thinking he looked like a raggedy Andy doll. Yeah, he yeah. was. He was the kind of like. I mean, people like make jokes about gingers and stuff like that, and I think it's pretty lame. You know, people are people. Give them a chance. Yeah. A lot of my favorite people are gingers. The Irish. Yeah. But Clay right. Aiken looked like a like a weird <laughs> weirdo. He looked. He did. And maybe he's a great, maybe he's a great guy. He's certainly a talented singer, but he's got a voice like an angel, Mike. voice like a castrated angel. So police said the man was taken into custody without any further incident. Mm. The man has been charged with assault on two police officers, yep. disorderly conduct, and public intoxication. So, what was what was going on? What was the deal with him blocking an emergency exit? Was there no, an ongoing that, emergency? Listen, that if you if you go to a Kid Rock concert, the first thing you're going to do is it's, no. This is look, Kid Rock's bar that he owns called Kid Rock. Better. Oh, it's uh, called Kid Rock. <laughs> it, but he also I hope it. he has a drink called the Kick Rocks. <laughs> 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 the last drink, and yeah, I'll get one Kick Rocks for the road. Man, I I want. Is there any way we can look up drink names at the Kid Kid Rock bar because it's there's gotta be. Uh, let's see. There's gotta be some good stuff there, right? What was the name of his "Bah Bah Bah Bah" song? What was that called? It was called "Bah What to Bah." That was what? literally the name of the song. Was "Bah What to Bah." Bah Bah What to Bah. Bah with B A W I T A D A B A. I think "Bah with the Bah." Bah with the Bah. I love the idea Oops. of this dude, uh, just like holding a colostomy bag with like the cord and swinging it around like Gogo Yabari in uh, Kill Bill. <laughs> just a yeah, you... crowd of cops that are just kind of like, we, how do we even handle this? For it to spill, you have to unhook it, right? Well, he's probably has his worked out special that he can release <laughs> a little thing and then just a little flap will come out. <laughs> Like, I just wonder how much preamble there was to the actual slinging of. I'm probably a full like, full meal of Indian food was the preamble. <laughs> and there was maybe maybe some uh, kid kid rocks rocks your chickens. I don't know. Well, don't, what did you find? Any uh, menu items, Kevin? Yeah. So I, first, you, I was wrong. I trusted the article, which just called it Kid Rocks, mm -hmm. and it's actually called. <laughs> Kid Rock's big ass honky tonk rock and roll steakhouse. Fuck yeah. We're going to Nashville. God that sounds damn great. it. First show, <laughs> first live show as soon after as after Ireland. Yeah, after Ireland. Yeah, we do Ireland and it's a straight shot back to Kid mm -hmm. Rock's. Well, this is what's weird to me is first of all, I think he spelled 
honky wrong on this? <laughs> because on the top of the page, it's spelled H O N K. E-Y. That's correct. The that's, w- the, that's the Classic way I spell it. Monkey. Yeah. That's the way I spell it when I'm when I'm uh, spray painting it on my on my <laughs> neighbor's house. But on the web address and the logo, it's spelled H O N K Y. You know what? Kid Rock is not. He's not a. He's grammar is not the thing that you associate with him or spelling go to like a, a posh private school though. Isn't yeah, that one his of his dad was like super rich. He was mm. raised on like a 30 acre estate. Ball with a bar. Ball with a bar. <laughs> <laughs> so some of the cocktails at the bar include the Steve drink. I don't know what that means. Hell yeah, man. As Steve, man, my fucking Steve, you know, you know, fucking Steve, you know, fucking Steve, fucking Steve that can drink a half a <laughs> bottle of Soco and one fucking sitting. Right. Ran over himself with his his own F one fifty. Yep, <laughs> <laughs> motherfucking Steve. Uh, you probably think because yeah, people call him MF Steve. It's despite being in Nashville, it's got the the Detroit Rock City Mule, the That's... sweet Southern Sugar, the Born Free. Fuck oh this, yeah! This might be my favorite one. Sugar Pie Honey Bunch. Ooh, what's in that? Uh, that's got Jack Daniels. Oh, it's got the Jack Daniels honey. <laughs> they all have. I bet they all yeah. have Jack Daniels. <laughs> You're pretty sure. It's got that the, that's... the Jack Daniels honey, triple sec, uh-huh. sour, and Sprite. Oh, the twisted brown awful. trucker, <laughs> fireball, and rum chata. Twisted, twisted brown trucker. That's twisted something. brown trucker. That's that's someone that knows a little bit about a boofooing. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we've got, they call uh, me the Twisted Brown Trucker. That's right. He's got a, and then there's a, most of the food items don't have like clever names, except, and I'll let you argue that this is not clever. The big ass dog, <laughs> no, giant hot dog with chili, jalapenos, diced red onions. I, I can't believe that those are the ingredients of that item. And then there's the uh, the 36 ounce tomahawk ribeye. It's got an asterisk next to it, but then it doesn't say. Oh, it just to to let you know that consuming raw meat is not good for right. you. Right. Uh, is I love that it's a that it's a 32 ounce ribeye that's cooked raw. 36. 36 ounces of raw meat because an American man doesn't need flames over his beef. Flames, <laughs> that equates to something that is less than masculine. A kid rocks, groovy, rock and roll, shithole, kicker, fuck you, bar and grill. <laughs> we have nothing but the most masculine of men. Kid Rock, he's got long hair. And the drink that is the most stiffest alcoholic beverage pays tribute to the dead little person that used to tour with Kid Rock, <laughs> Josie. It's a flagon of triple sec exclusively lit on fire that is the size of Josie himself, served in a glass three, three and a half feet tall. If you do not drink it in one take, a giant man will come out and beat the living shit out of you. That's the only way you can drink the Joe C. Joe C. Dies? He dead? He died. Uh, he did pass away. Yeah, you'd think that oh, he could have named one item on this thing after his 
his good passed away friend. But I no. feel bad. For, I don't. I don't want to think that I'm making fun of Josie dying because now I feel bad about it. I immediately <laughs> feel bad Why? about it. People die, Mike. I, know. I don't think you're making fun of his death. I'm not making fun. Of, I want to make it clear. I'm not making fun of everyone. I'm not making fun of him. His lifetime. I'm. I. I feel like I. <laughs> I ventured into making fun of him, and I didn't really mean to. I was just riffing at the time. <laughs> I just wanted to make fun of how obnoxious Kid Rock's bar is. Because I'm willing to bet that the colostomy bag guy was the manager on duty that night. He was the FOH. He was the front of house, probably. But yeah, so I'm going to say that that not everybody dies, but not everybody lives in the unfortunate position of being Kid Rock's sidekick. Yeah. I think they were they're good buddies. I think they probably had fun. You know, I'm sure he probably yeah. had a great life and he probably got to deal with kind of crazy type stuff do you think sure it's fun to be kid rock kid rock treated him like a mascot though i think you would probably have fun being in the wake of kid rock if you could handle all the ed hardy clothing to me <laughs> that would be the that would be the thing you know maybe you are getting to get drunk with uh you know strippers or whatever i'm sure that is fun for a while but it's the it's the outfits that would really get on my nerves. I don't need my jam style jams to have rhinestones on them. I don't like, <laughs> I don't want to sleep right. on rhinestone pillows, but you are forced to if you're in the KR entourage. Thank you for listening to the International News Service. If you like that kid rock story on the Patreon, we go through a virtual floor by floor walkthrough no, of Kid Rock's. That. Mark's not going to. He's not going to edit it. That's right. It's yeah. yeah. It, no, it shouldn't be edited. There's too much. Yeah. No. It's just <laughs> just cut it out and put it in there, and it'll be like 40 minutes of us going. Oh yeah, look at that poster. Oh, did we see that poster? <laughs> it is just us discovering in real time Kid Rock's honky tonk rock and roll. Reggae hairstyle, big fucking bar, I believe is the name of it. But we, we literally, we kind of got lost on a tangent, just walking through it and discovering it um, virtually. And is it uh, great content? Nah, it's, 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 you have to pay to find out. You have to pay to find out. There's no other way to tell you. <laughs> his, his tribute to wallowing in false low culture. Yeah. Yeah. It's wonderful. a, it's an experience. And we invite you to uh, listen to it with us and maybe even take a little tangent into Luke Bryant's sushi bar across the street. And find out soon on the Patreon, uh, I'm going to get an, a hold of Luke Bryant's and find out what their situation is with Kid Rock because we believe there is a rivalry. And if there isn't one, we are going to try and create one. <laughs> that could be fun. Yeah. So thank you for listening. Uh, find us on social media at International News Pod or email us at internationalnewspod at gmail.com and we will see you next week. Send us your favorite limericks. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> Ha, 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 ha.